place? Turn to somebody and tell them. God is in this place. Now what in the world does that mean? God is in this place. It's like, oh, it's, it's fine and dandy and very easy to see God when we're singing hymns and people are happy and they're all free treat and oh, we're dressed up for Jesus. It's like, oh, oh yes, God is in this place. God is in this place. But before you get home, somebody will cross you. <laughs> there will be some knucklehead in the coffee shop. There will be some traffic you don't prefer. What about then? What about then? What happens to our love? <laughs> what happens? What happens the second we don't get what we want? Oops. So let's take our spiritual hat off a minute, just a minute. Reach up there, take it off. Some of you need a crowbar. <laughs> Help your neighbor get theirs off. Now, what happens to your heart the second it abandons itself and seeks outside of itself? What happens to your heart? What is your direct experience? The second you abandon this presence of God, the one power and the one presence that is infinite and eternal, that is all that I am, that is expressing itself as me, when I leave that and jump the track into the external and begin to try to control that, How do you react? What happens to your life? What happens to your life experience the second you try to do that? Shout it out loud. Mayhem and foolishness. Mayhem and foolishness. That's an honest woman. Keep going. Stress. Anger. Fear. Frustration. Torment. Chaos. Suffering. It's scary. Thank you, Angel. Honey, today you'll never be the same again. Don't you wish you could have got it at that age? Welcome to Unity Principles, Angel. Welcome to the teaching, honey. Welcome. So then, who's doing it? The knucklehead? Traffic? The rain. I got what I wanted. 
In the other situation, I didn't get what I wanted. So what if today, right here, right now, on this fine day in August of 2018, we all grew up just a hair? If this three-year-old aspect of us, that innocently, by the way, believed it was going to get what it wanted. And we're not three anymore. So what if today is the day that that three-year-old aspect of us no longer runs the show? What would that look like? If we grew up just a hair, if we grew up just a hair emotionally, just a hair spiritually, just a hair psychologically, and said, hey, is it true that I'm always going to get what I wanted? All together. No. One more time, you're a beautiful choir. No. No, 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 no. into the temptation of an, of an innocent, naive, magical thinking three-year-old's mind. Lead us not. Deliver us from that. Deliver us into a reality, to an awakening, to an alignment, to an atonement. It says, hey, sometimes I'll get what I want. And sometimes I won't. Now see if you can take that in. Sometimes I'll get what I want. Now sometimes then may be this little practice for us today, for me, every day. That sometimes it'll go as I planned and sometimes it won't. And sometimes I'll get what I wanted, what I was thinking about, what I had a goal for, what I worked for, worked hard for. And sometimes it'll turn out that way. And sometimes it won't. Now get a sense of what it would be like in you to live like that. Instead of like this. See if you get a sense of it. Who would you be? What would it be like inside of you if you no longer believed you're going to get what you want? If you no longer believed you're always, always, always going to get what you want, who would you be? Close your eyes if it helps. It looks good on you. There's big smiles on your faces. Your vibrancy went up. Answer it out loud if you can. Who would you be? What would it be like if you simply, you don't have to like this. You sure don't have to love this. Just what would it be like to be a bit more mature about this? 
more balanced. Keep going. Less stressed. Calmer, relieved. Awake, more present. Content. Happier. Would this be okay with you? So who holds the power for this? Yes. Say it to somebody. I've got the key to this. You may have heard me remember last year I said anytime this stress comes, we have checked ourselves into hell hotel. No problem because who has the key? So anytime I check in, I am free to check out. And when I want peace more than I want that naivete, and when I want peace and calm and balance and resourcefulness and my innovative mind freed up and a creative spirit and flow in me, when I want that more than I want that old, worn out, false thinking, immature, unquestioned thinking of a three-year-old mind, then I'll make another choice. And then I'll choose again and choose again. Then everything that appears is a little pop quiz. roll myself up to come out of some of this over 2,000 recorded years older than dinosaurs even further back that we've been believing this unquestioned mind this regressed mind now what's love got to do with it so is love a thing Let's look. So when you're seeking love outside of you, what happens to your insides? When you're seeking to be loved from there, what's it like? Empty. Deprivation. Stress. Impossible to fill. Impossible. Futile. And then we'll get little dribbles of it. Look, he loves me. She loves me. It's like, don't worry, it'll pass. <laughs> the second they don't get what they want from you, like you, like me, They'll withhold love, get manipulative, controlling, charming, charismatic, sexy, <laughs> all to, to try to get that again. So then addicted to what is passing and then affronted anytime I can't realize it or see it. So where would that leave us? Crazy. <laughs> Loco, wacky, out of balance, seeking. Look at the stress. Look at the energy. 
that you spend, that I spend, look at what you spend to seek love from another. Close your eyes if it helps. See what that's like. And then describe it when you're seeking. Seeking, needing, wanting. What's it like? Exhausting. Exhausting. Miserable. Stressful. Sad. Hamster wheel. Frustrated. And desperate. Even panicked. Terrorized. Tormented. Unfulfilled. Discontented. Does it sound like much of a life? Who could do it for long? So then another possibility then is, oh, okay, so now it's exhausting, out of balance, distracting, depriving, discontent, miserable, torment, torture, stress, suffering. Okay, how much more of that am I going to do? How much more of that are you going to do? If today is the day, I'm never going to be the same again. I'm willing to change out of that. I'm willing to jump the track of that seeking and to get on a new track for myself. See if you can say it. I'm willing to jump the track. I'm willing to choose a new track. I'm willing to choose a new direction for my life. One that has more sensibility to it. That's not futile, but fertile. That's not impossible, but possible. So who would you be, what would it be like, if you simply stopped seeking love? Peaceful. Calmer. What would it be like if you simply stopped seeking love? Now, I'm not asking you to give it up. Don't let me take your hell from you. We still got a workshop this afternoon. Just imagine if you stopped it. Like, hey, my gosh, it's so painful. It's like I keep putting my hand on a hot stove and then wondering why it hurts. So who would you be? What would your life be like? How would it be different if you stopped the seeking? Secure. More secure. Free. Freer. Quiet. Rested. Quiet. Rested. Get a sense of this in your being. Get a sense of this new possibility that today has been a day of awakening and alignment with something that's new, a new way of being. So regardless of how much went on there, I'm awake now to the torture of that, to the stress of that, and I'm awake to a new possibility for myself. Now, who defined what love is? Where'd that definition come from? Sure. 
Cinema, Hallmark, books, books, movies. So it's purely fantasy based. There's no such thing as love as we have defined it. And then if we get clearer about it, we can go back to see, hey, I defined it when I was three. And how'd it go? When mama comes out with this look on her face. <laughs> Love. When mama comes out with this one. Relationships? 
look at whoever you're sitting with and go, uh-huh, yep. <laughs> so we love being close. We love getting close. And then it's like, oh, too close. Need space. Need space. Like, can you go visit somebody or get another job or go on a retreat or something? Then if we get too far out, what happens? If we get too far out, if we get too, if we get too together, we get uncomfortable. Then if we get too separate, we get uncomfortable. So get a sense of what it would be like to accept this basic life tension. To accept that there'll be times of closeness and there'll be times of what was I thinking? <laughs> Now, this is why people won't invite me to do their vows anymore. <laughs> so there'll be definite times of closeness and definite times of, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. And all, all is a part of our humanity. All is a part of our human learning processes. So what would it be like to grow up a little bit in that? That accepts there'll be times of closeness and there'll be times of separateness. And there'll be times of agreement and times of, and times of respect and times of, and times of kindness and times of unkindness. Get a sense of this. What would it be like to live awake to these are basic unity principles that we're alpha and omega. That we're, it means there's no end to this. We're a spectrum of humanity. We're everything under the sun. So God is all that is. I am that. So what if you were less reactive to whatever comes? What if you were freer of seeking love, seeking appreciation, Seeking approval, which is natural. We're hardwired for it. Just what would it be like if we grew up just a little in that? And I'm going to start looking where I can find. separate from it and where it's infinite and eternal and then whatever comes out here is a bonus and if I'm not addicted to one way and affronted by the other 
what would that be like? To have this and as a bridge to this. It's going to be both and. This and this. This and this. Get a sense of it. Begin now to use your faculty of imagination so that what you've heard this morning, this teaching is not just a theory, but what it would be like to have an embodiment of this. See if you can have words to speak out loud something you've heard, something you've received in this teaching this morning and affirm that for yourself. There's another way. I have options. Seeking causes stress. Give yourself some breadcrumbs, a new path. All is well. All is well. Alpha and Omega, and everything in between, as it is. It is to be. So we dedicate this time of meditation today to an embodiment of being and expressing this. I trust what is. I have surrendered faith in what is. understand how things happen or why I surrender to the way of it interested in being and expressing love and freer and freer less attracted to, less tempted by seeking. Living in presence and living in power. Of the here and here Evolving, purposefully growing up, wisely choosing another path, 
a path of ease, a path that's easier, a path that's open. Inclined to, attracted to doors that open easily. Less and less willing to pound my head against the door.